Welcome to the Center for Transformation Institute podcast, where we are uniting with therapists everywhere for personal and professional growth. Your journey starts here at The Place Therapists Grow. So it's summer right now, and there's a lot going on in terms of family vacations. We're all having a blast. I live here in North Carolina, and um, we love to get out in the summer. It is hot, and it is fun. There's all kinds of things to do to be out in nature. And we have family in town right now, and it is so fun um, doing vacay with everybody, getting out and about. And it's a bit overwhelming at times. So I'll tell a story. Last night we had 17 people over for dinner and I came in from work and it's, there's a lot of hustle bustle getting everything ready. And in my own maturity gaps, I end up getting overwhelmed in, 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 in situations that feel chaotic to me. And in that, I'm not able to enjoy people at the level that I really do in my core self because this is not right or this happened or this thing is not quite going right. And so when I came in and the hustle bustle and in my own home, there's things out of order and out of place, my mind went into a place of overwhelm. And I had to really sit with myself, get my bearings a bit, and recognize that in that overwhelm, I was feeling a sense of um, maybe anxiety, stress related to things that were out of my control, where there's, you know, this got spilled here, or there's laundry over here that didn't get put away, and there's Uh, needs that everybody's having that I want to be able to fulfill with all those moving parts. And I remember last night just going upstairs to my own private space, taking some deep breaths, connecting with God, connecting with my husband, and coming into a place of peace inside of myself so that I could go back and enter into that space with family in order to be present and connected to them. And that's what it's like to be me, to get my bearings, to connect with others in a life-giving way, to really enjoy them and not let my feelings of overwhelm prevent me from doing that. And so that's what happened last night. And and I just tell that story today because it reminds me of the topic we're gonna cover today, and that is psychological maturity. I have some maturity gaps in my own self that prevent me from being who I want to be in any given situation. And the life model and the maturity concepts in the life model help me to understand how to get myself back on track so that I can be the person I want to be in these situations. So I'm Monica Maurer, and I'm the director of the Center for Transformation. And here at the Center for Transformation, we exist to partner with therapists for personal growth and professional growth. So as a veteran therapist who's been doing this um, 20 plus years, I am attaching myself to these neurotheological concepts in order to really dig into my own personal growth And I love it so much and have found so much satisfaction, fulfillment, life-giving interaction with the life model that I'm wanting to connect 
with other therapists to offer it because I really feel like it's where it's at. If we can grow ourselves, if we can connect with God and others in a, a place of um, healing our own brain, attachment um, and belonging, then we can really give our clients what they need. And we have this potential as therapists to help multiply growth. We can multiply growth in our culture. We have places of uh, great, of great influence, of ability to, to multiply impact when we have grown ourselves. And we know that because of what right brain psychotherapy is saying. Uh, that we can heal ourselves and that the subconscious, even just sitting with our clients can help the subconscious of our clients heal. It's powerful stuff. So we are partnering with Life Model to bring this information to therapists everywhere. We're so excited about it. And we're so excited to announce that we now have continuing education approval. So we will be offering continuing education credits to our audience in order to be able to kind of have a win-win where you can listen and learn from the curriculum that we will be putting out there and you can get that credit to go toward your licensure. So NBCC has approved us and that's brand new, that's hot off the press and so we're so excited to be able to offer that because uh, we know as therapists ourselves how important that piece of things is that we're investing our time and energy as therapists in things that can help us move forward in our profession. So this episode is going to be talking more about psychological maturity. Please follow us um, on our, our, our blogs, but also follow us on our podcasts and social media to learn more as we will be putting out articles and have some articles on our website in regard to this. So what is psychological maturity? And most of us just in psych, um, psych 101, in, in high school, in undergraduate work, but then also as we are taking our theories classes in our graduate level work, we learned about Eric Erickson and his developmental stages. And as we learned that, you know, it, it, it went into our mindset, understanding this is how a human grows and develops. This is the research behind how an infant grows, how a child grows, how, an, how we come into adulthood. And then as adults, how we grow and change. We go through midlife, we go through eldership, and we need different things and we offer different things to the world when we're at those various stages. Life model has come alongside those concepts and kind of piggybacked on them and then brought in the neurotheological conceptualizations. So we're taking in what we know from the latest neuroscience with what Alan Shore has done, what Dan Siegel is doing with interpersonal neurobiology and various others and brought it together with what we know of the Word of God and our intimate attachment with the Spirit of God, the loving relationship that we have with our Creator and what that means for our maturity. Life Model has a developmental chart that's mainly in Living from the Heart Jesus Gave You. There's a chart in there, I think it's page 53 to 57, if you wondered. <laughs> 
And um, so there's a chart there, and then there's also a checklist. That primary checklist came from a book that's out of print, The Guide to Living with Men. But you can get the checklist on the Life Model Works website. And that checklist is very helpful because it helps us see what are the maturity tasks that need to be accomplished at each level of maturity and in, in order to grow to the next level of maturity. Maturity is something that I think in our original design was supposed to happen automatically. You know, zero to three years old, then we were supposed to accomplish certain tasks. And then we get to four to 12 and those things were supposed to be accomplished. And then at 13, we start becoming an adult. We, you know, see in even Jewish culture how there's the bar mitzvah or in um, the Latin cultures, there's a quinceanera that is a given to especially the young girls or the sweet 16 uh, concept that we, it, it different, um, cultures uh, identify this is your rite of passage into adulthood and at 13 oftentimes we, we say okay this is when someone can start to do these adult level tasks and then there's the parent stage when the birth of your first child comes comes in you can start to generate and develop these maturity tasks and then there's eldership when your children have become adults and you're then giving to the community so when we look at those stages of development through the lens of the life model, we can see that there are various tasks to accomplish at each stage. The problem is that nothing is perfect, right? And we live in an imperfect world and as humans, we are imperfect. And there's lots of trouble along the way and while we're trying to develop into these maturity, uh, stages. There's things that don't go right. And so all the tasks for each stage aren't accomplished. That leaves us with gaps in our maturity where we're by age and by body growth, we're growing into the next stage, but our psychology is lagging behind. And so that's the issue with psychological maturity is that there are gaps. We could be functioning in some ways at an adult parent or elder level of maturity, but when there's gaps in our infant or child checklist tasks, then it, it presents problems. And those problems may not show up on any given day or any given moment. But whenever our psychology is tested, whenever an emotion comes up, when we get triggered, like I did last night with the chaos of the family all being in town and all of that, I end up, or we end up as humans, not acting like the person that we wanna be, we end up acting out of a lower level of psychological maturity than we want to. And that, that can cause a spiral we can see how this affects mental health issues and it can spiral into addictions, which we'll talk about in a, in a further episode. I think one of the most important aspects of the life model and how it talks about maturity is the idea that we aren't valued or valuable 
based on the height of our maturity. As humans, we value babies, we love babies, and we expect them to be immature. We don't expect them to be able to change their own diaper or feed themselves. We, the baby is going to cry, and we're able to uh, have tolerance and compassion for that. But when we have an adult acting like an infant who can't take care of themselves, who throw temper tantrums, it's kind of annoying for us. We think, oh, this person shouldn't be immature. They shouldn't be acting like this. That makes me not want to be around them. It amplifies my distress. But in Life Model, we talk about how we don't value people based on their maturity or immaturity. People are valuable just because they exist. So that concept that you've already been hearing about if you've been listening to our podcast or if you're attached to Life Model at all, is the idea of being tender to weakness. Tenderness to my own weakness, tenderness to the weakness of others. Doesn't mean I don't set boundaries or that I don't um, recognize when things are out of order or that there's maturity, immaturity happening. What it means is I am able to be compassionate, see others through the lens of who they are in terms of their existence and their value of who, how God sees them to be, of how God values them, be able to, that I'm able to be compassionate towards someone, uh, empathic, share pain with them, understand that the reason they're acting like they're acting may be because of their own history, their own pain, etc., so that I can be tender to them and act like they might want me, they might need me to act um, in order to help them be peaceful with themselves. And I can be peaceful with them because of that. So when we think about psychological maturity, we think about the idea that, um, we think about the idea that these people need us and we need ourselves to be patient with ourselves that is what's really helpful as therapists to understand because when as a therapist i can be kind and compassionate with myself and the person sitting in front of me that makes all the difference in the world if my client is perceiving that i'm annoyed with them that's not going to be a helpful thing right it's not going to be helpful if they think, oh, my therapist is, is annoyed with me right now. They don't want to be with me. It will psychologically shut them down. But if in their weakness they feel enjoyed, that gives them the ability to get to that next level of growth themselves. And that, that concept just kind of almost chokes me up because that's how God is toward us. Even in our weakness, we're beautiful. Even in our failures, we're still accepted. Doesn't mean there's not a standard, but what it means is I can be imperfect and still be seen through the lens of my true identity. And as therapists, that's what we want to do for our clients. We want to be able to utilize this concept of tenderness to weakness for ourselves and our clients in order to honor the space. 
I remember getting trained as a sex addiction therapist and in our first module with the ITAP organization, there was uh, an activity we did where we had to kind of face what sex addiction um, issue would cause us to re retract and not be present with the client so that we could develop higher levels of tolerance and grace in order to stay present and connected with clients no matter what was being presented. And I just think that's beautiful because that's what God does for us. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of Christ. There is no issue, nothing that I could have done or will do or nothing I, that can pop into my mind that would cause God to go, ooh, I don't want to be around you or you disgust me. There is always grace. His grace is sufficient for us. His power is made perfect in our weakness. If we can be tender to our weakness and realize that in my weakness, I am strong because the power of Christ rests on me. God sees me through the lens of my value, not through the lens of my failures. That makes the world of difference. And then we offer that same type of grace to our clients because we've gone there. We've done this with Christ ourselves. And now we understand the psychological value of doing that. So maturity means reaching God's, one's God-given potential. So Life Model says maturity is reaching one's God-given potential. I have a purpose in this life. There's a reason that I was born. There's a reason that I'm here. And when I know that and I understand, like I can see myself through that lens of of who God's created me to be, then what happens is I live according to that. So my, my zigs and zags in this world in terms of my maturity gaps and how I rabbit trail into not acting like myself sometimes doesn't get me off course because I can course correct, get back to this is who I am, this is who I'm called to be, and I can I can get a, a vision and a focus for how to stay on course. This is who I'm called to be. This is who God's created me to be. Now I, my goal is to reach God's my my God-given potential. I know Kurt Thompson with um, the the Christian lens of interpersonal neurobiology talks about this in the Soul of Shame, that shame is spiritual warfare. It gets me off course for recognizing what my God-given potential is in life. And creativity and risk-taking is all there in understanding who I am in Christ. And when I can really attach to that and not let my weaknesses and my failures get me so off track, but actually view them as benefits, right? Because then I can course correct, let the power of Christ rest on me, then his power is what propels me forward. And so maturity says, I am course correcting, I'm getting back on track, I'm using the walking in the spirit concept to get me back on track for maturity growth in order to 
become all God's created me to be in this world. And when I'm doing that as a therapist, I can then help my clients get into that same lane, drink from that same well of living water so that we can all be moving forward. Then my client is going into their family and their community and is impacting um, tons more people than I ever could as just my lonely therapist self there in my room. So thanks for listening in today and please check out our next episode as we will continue this series on maturity. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Place Therapists Grow. We hope you will join us next Monday. To expand your knowledge and continue your growth journey, go to cftinstitute.com and take our assessment. See you next time.